Is there a sign? We need to know if there's a sign. <laughs> okay, we got everything lined up for tonight. We got our guests tucked away for tonight. We've got Alan, who's going to try to give us some graphic support, but we gave it to him late, so we can't we can't blame him. That's kind of on Actually, us. we could, but we just choose not to. <laughs> These last couple of weeks, Ruth has been on fire. What's she got in that mug? What has been happening? <laughs> Must be that little spongy mug. Okay, okay. Let's talk about a spongy mug. You want to know what's in it? That's it. That That's might it. be the real question. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm playing. <laughs> Look, we're gonna we're gonna do our um we're still gonna do our re weekend review, right? Yes. Yep. And then yes. Victoria, you're gonna roll us back around and we're gonna talk about the event. We'll do it. And that's okay. That's good. I think that's I think we got everything lined up for that. Um by any chance, uh well, no, we don't need the address or anything because you can mm -mm. to the link. So that'll be good. Yeah, no, we'll we just say it's for our local people or if you're in the area. Because who knows, you might be traveling from Canada down to Raleigh, North Carolina, or somewhere warmer. We have we have somebody, I think, trying to make arrangements to come in from California. So we we'll have West Coast in the house and uh awesome. South Carolina's coming up. That's yeah, exciting. yeah. So good, happy about that. And I'm not sure about Florida. We got a listener in Florida who may be coming. You never know. So that would be good if that is what what happens. But I think we're I think we're all set for tonight. I think we are. All right, everybody. It's time. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Alan. <laughs> time to Victoria, I like your necklace. Here we go. Here we go, everybody. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, Alan. Good evening, everyone else. I, I don't know what's said by my host down here, but good evening, everybody else. <laughs> I was in the music movement. I don't need to ask how you are, Victoria. I can see that She's you fine. are. I am wonderful. <laughs> Miss Ruth, how about you? How are you doing tonight? Uh, not as well as Victoria, but apparently, <laughs> but good. 
<laughs> and let's see who's come on this evening. Hey there, Francina. Francina's been tra traveling and doing some great oh, things. Yeah. World Breast cancer awareness and all that good stuff. She's been up in DC with the lawmakers. So we're glad that you're yeah. back, Francina. And thank you for being on tonight. And Linda Cooks is in the house. Good evening Linda. To Linda. I see Angie down there, our South Carolina connection. Good evening to you, Miss Angie. And Miss Lynn is on the line tonight. Hey, Lynn. Good to have you as well, as well, as well. So we know we've got some more people coming in. And Alan, if you can, uh, if there are people from other places, I know sometimes Spain is on on Sunday and sometimes Jamaica is in. So if there's anybody else who pops Canada. In, that you and want anybody to. else in podcast land welcome yep that's yep, right yep. and for um, those who will listen later on that's right we, we love you, we, you. <laughs> thank you for joining us that's right and just put that if you can put those countries up for us alan we would surely appreciate that so we can give them a personalized welcome to authors up and um we're going to go ahead and get started like we usually do, and we're going to start with the week in review. And uh, Ruth, why don't you kick us off tonight? Sure. I am excited to say that, uh, so remember our uh, writing challenge from a few weeks ago? Mm -hmm. And my little um, offering, which left you all at a cliffhanger. Uh, what, what, so, what? <laughs> <laughs> I have, I've got my treatment together. I started putting my character profiles together. I yeah. am so excited. You've been um, busy. Oh yeah, no, I, I'm ready. November 1st come, I'm going to start right. I already know how I'm going to start it. I know how I'm going to end it. So, um, awesome. so Sicko. yes. Sicko. <laughs> <laughs> come on. I just want to model everything I tell you guys oh. every week. So right. I am just excited and i'm going to be sharing my the journey on social media and on the authors up so i'll let you guys know you know how the story progresses i think it's probably going to be about the same size as my other books maybe about 50 60 000 words mm -hmm. uh did you notice how she just rolls that off I can't write anything less. So I've tried. I've this, tried. This you know, story, I cannot wait. Oh, I, it, it's so exciting. And I just, you know, a, a lot. It, it's a personal story. Um, certainly not one that I thought would be put together. But the amazing part is that, you know, and I want to encourage you guys, you know, you guys and anyone listening, you know, if you have ideas, just write them down. If yeah. they're not for now, they're certainly for later. I, I ended up using five ideas that I've written between the last 15 years yeah. that I've saved that I thought, oh, I'll write a, this book one day. <laughs> and just as I was putting together my treatment, I was like, oh, I can put that there and put that there and that wow. there. And it's just, it'll fit perfectly. So don't ever just dismiss an idea. It's there for a reason. Mm -hmm. And eventually, right. you know, if you're if you're walking down that path of writing and all that, you will get a chance to use it. So I am truly excited and I am looking forward to sharing this journey with everybody. So wow. I'm that's excited. my weekend. I'm excited. I'm excited. Christina yeah. Harrison said just 50,000. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine, Christina? That's all. What in the world? What's that? Really? About? Not to be 70, 80? <laughs> hey. Well, I, you know, I'm only giving myself 30 days. So. It will be nothing for her to go there and do that. I tell you. 
when and when the author says they're excited, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm excited. When Ruth says she's excited and her yes. eyes actually lit up, I'm excited. Marsha Marcellus has joined us also. Uh-huh. I want to be sure to give her a shout out. Good evening, Marsha, and you, Christina, as well. Glad to have you guys on the line with us tonight. So was that was that it for your I, I feel like there's more. Was that it? I well that's all for right now. Oh, so that's all for right I, now. I will I will share it with you guys now. So oh. Andrea, what was how was your week like? Uh, well, it didn't come close to fifty thousand words. <laughs> well, I haven't put fifty thousand. Or sixty. Yet, so. yeah, or forty or thirty. <laughs> I did do some writing, but okay. it was nothing near that. But I, I, I look. I went out and I had some fun, y'all. Oh, good. I went to the movies and I went to see the Woman King. All right. Oh, right. Was that? Was it good? Awesome. Oh my God! When the sh- when, when authors up is over tonight, get you a ticket. Go go tonight. <laughs> go see it. Okay. Go see it as soon as you can. Go and see it. We'll do. We'll do. I've heard good things about amazing. it. And it it one thing that I loved about it is you know how we go on social media and always give mm. our our opinions about something and. It seems like there's always something negative to be said, right. mm-hmm. but so far, I have not seen any negative anything. Wow! And people have expressed it in very few words, which I think is interesting. Also, wow! Most of the time they wow. are saying, "Go see this movie." Yeah. yeah. Or this is a good one. Or I thoroughly enjoyed it because I'm going to tell you, it for me. It left me kind of speechless. I mean, it just left me in that space of oh, saying, wow. wow, this this is a must-see. Well, this right. is a must-see. Okay. So if I don't have anything else to say about my week last week, that was the highlight of it, was, was going to see all right. that. Of course, the popcorn was good too. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, movie popcorns always. Snacks, good. some snacks, had some snacks, you know. But I, I tell you, it is it is well worth it. If 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 Viola Davis does not pull a statue out of this one, I, I just wow. I don't know. She as she has my utmost respect as as an actress. She is amazing. She is really amazing wow. to have pulled off that kind of role. Um, I, I I'm not gonna say any more about it. I don't want to. Spoil it for anybody else. Christina said the movie was yes. good. It was stellar. See again and again. It made me think I could do anything. Oh, wow. Meaning, wow. It didn't carry me quite that far, Christina. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you know still what? having trouble getting up off the couch and going to the car. But <laughs> for those women who trained, to oh. God be all the glory because they we gotta go see it. We got to go see it. Out. Yeah. No. I, I saw some uh, promotional videos of uh, Viola Davis talking about the regimen that they went through yeah. to train for those uh, those characters, those scenes. Yeah. And it was just, I mean. She said it was brutal. Yeah. Wow. But, I mean. To see it? We got to go. We got to go. We got to go. I, and, and, and I'm with Christina because I am definitely going again. Well, I have to just jump in here and say my feelings are hurt. Oh. Because you went to the movies and didn't invite us. 
Abba invited. Last week, Ruth went to a pow wow 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 and didn't invite us. <laughs> See, I couldn't invite you on somebody else's invitation. I know that's, okay. But that's okay. I'm just going to gloss over that and tell you about my week. Yes. I want to tell y'all about my week and, and my, my magazine article. Remember the one I kept yes. telling y'all I finally I, I, I turned it in. It was good. So the article went live and I'm going to share it in the comments on Facebook. My article finally went live and so y'all can check it out. Nice. It's Canvas Rebel. There you go. <laughs> so I'm, awesome. I'm, I'm pleased. I'm proud of it. Yes. And I finally got my pictures back from my um, photo shoot that I did. So, I'm, you know, that was good. Good, 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 good. You got everything rounded up. So that is it. That is it. That is it for me. That's all I'm going to say about myself because I want us to get through all this part so we can get to the the author. But we're going to talk a little bit about our intimate evening with Authors Up. Tell us, Ruth, what what do they have to do? Okay. So we are doing a live show, you know, for those in the Raleigh area. I'm sorry. We're not um, touring quite yet. We're not going to... (laughs) California or Canada or Spain. I mean, I, I think we'll eventually get there. But oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm not ruling it out. It just we we got to start somewhere. So we're going to start in Raleigh on October 15th from 5 to 7 p.m. Um, we are just excited. We've got a great um, agenda planned for that day, and just we. Now go on to our social media, Authors Up on Facebook and on Instagram, and we've included a link for you guys to register. That way we can prepare for you. That way we know how much, well, refreshments and products and just how much space to prepare because we are excited. We want a full audience. We want to share this moment with you guys, and we hope that you will join us if you'll be in the area, if you want to travel to the area. October right 15th. So, October 15th. Yeah. So, Andrea, what's the format for that day? Well, I tell you what, we're going to do some, we're going to have some live interviews that we're mm-hmm. going to do to be used as sound bites for Authors Up uh, throughout the year and on all the platforms that we have that are available. Um, we have a very special guest and a special reveal. Um, and we're going to leave that there. I don't want to spoil it. But I do want to tell you this. You want to um, you want to register now. Don't wait. Register now. Look at your calendar. See what you've got on your calendar because it, the spacing is limited. And because of everything that we're trying to do uh, with the taping and all, we want to make sure that we have enough time to get everything done and do it in decency and in order. This is the first of what we hope and look for to be an annual event. Um, so we want you to be a part of it. There's something about being at the first of anything, you yes. know, <laughs> being at the first show. I, I was there when they did that for the first time. So be able to say that you were there for the first time. Look at that Angie Cooks from South Carolina. Uh, Angie, Angie said I'll be the already registered. You better go ahead, Angie. Oh. <laughs> Don't let Angie outdo you all. Get registered. Get registered so that you can can be at the event with us. With all us. Right. We'll I, I, I put the link in the um, Facebook comment. So 
hopefully we'll get some more people to register. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. While space allows. Yes. Yes. Indeed. All right. Indeed. So, Victoria, you got something or you want me to go ahead? I think it's time. We have a, a wonderful author waiting in the wing. So why okay. don't you start with the bio? Let me, let me hurry, hurry, hurry and get this done. <laughs> As a native of Queens, New York, Leah M. Forney is no stranger to Authors Up. She is an eight-time published author, a transformative speaker, your visibility activator. I love that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> podcast host of international streamed Hey Queen Thrive, and she is a sexual assault thriver and advocate. She's the CEO and founder of Purposely Faithful LLC, which is her coaching and consulting firm specializing in working with women of color with a desire to increase their visibility while making impact and profitability through the power of storytelling. As a sexual assault thriver and advocate, Leah has used her survivor story to train law enforcement on how to bridge the gap between victims and law enforcement, as well as train attorney general's office. She is a member of the Maryland Women of Color Network, where she meets monthly to discuss issues that impact women of color regarding sexual violence and the legislation that needs to change. Leah is an award-winning author and has joined us tonight to discuss her newest book, Born to be Unbound. When we return from our break, I want you to help me welcome Leah Forney back to Authors Up. Thank y'all for having me back. Of course. <laughs> You're like, you know, an old friend. We don't have to tell you where yes. the food is in the fridge or just, you know, sit wherever you want. Just That's right. That's You're right. Welcome. Come on in. That's it. That's it. So, Leah, I think this is the first time you've been back since we changed formats, right? Yeah. yeah. I love oh, the so new format, obviously. Awesome. <laughs> so everybody gets to see you now. Yeah. It is awesome. <laughs> and we want to talk about your latest book, Born to be Unbound. And, you know, I'll have to say, I, I had the privilege of helping you edit and read the book before it was published. And it had, um, I want to say, a different feel from the other, your other books. So tell us a little bit about it. Yeah. So, okay. So Born to be Unbound is definitely different from all the other books. It is the first book I have written from a healed place. So in this book, you'll really get a sense of what my healing journey was like for the last four years. So backstory four years ago, 
Um, I lost my fiance along with four other people. Um, so 2018, 2019 was a very rough year for me. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of grief, a lot of loss. And it took, uh, and I don't think none of y'all knew this, but it took almost a, uh, a fatal car accident for me to finally decide that now was the time to deal with my grief because it was dealing with me, as Bishop Gobby would say. So I uh, ended up in a, what would have been a head-on collision. I mean, literally, oh, wow. God stopped it. Um, I haven't just been driving, crying my eyes out, you know, dealing with the grief. And all I remember was blacking out behind the wheel. Wow. And oh, wow. literally hearing the blaring sound of the other driver's uh, horn that really snatched me back out. And in that moment, I heard God say to me, are you going to finally deal with it? Because it's dealing with you. Mm. And so that was the catalyst. That was the moment that I made a decision to go to therapy. Mm -hmm. So when I started therapy, you know, I thought I was just going for uh, the death of my fiance at the time. Long behold, you know, God begins to peel back the layers. And I realized that I had spent most of my life grieving. You know, if anybody that's read any of my previous works, you know, I'm the daughter of two addicts, you know, so I grief and loss was all I knew and I had never dealt with it. So I got intentional about my healing journey. I got intentional about asking God to reveal those parts of me that still needed some work on that I still needed to heal. And so I journaled. I prayed, I fasted, I went to therapy, and maybe about a year and a half ago, God began to talk to me about this book, Born to be Unbound, and I said, well, okay, God, well, what does this mean? And, he, and really, the message behind it is to get others to understand that God has created you with this freedom. And that you don't have to wait till you die to get there, that you can have this freedom right here on earth. But there's a process. There's some things you're going to have to confront. There's some some healing that you're going to have to do. And so when he began to talk to me about the book, um, all he gave me was Isaiah 61. And in that particular that particular scripture, he talks about this particular freedom that he has given us that we all have. And so that is what the book is rooting on is Isaiah 61. And yeah, so you'll you'll it's different because I'm sharing the healing journey. I'm sharing what it is like to really do the work. Um, and so that's why it's it's different than all the others. I think the previous books I really gave insight to my pain. <laughs> now I just want to say one thing, one thing. Could you say what you did again? You said you prayed and I prayed, I went to therapy, I fasted, I journaled. You did those things together. So she, yeah. she had, had Jesus and therapy. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> that, that's what I'm trying yeah. to say. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's a good point because you don't have to choose. I think that a lot of people mm -hmm. that have a religious upbringing feel like they have to choose, that they have to mm -hmm. choose their relationship with God over therapy. And you literally can have both. You can have the cross and the couch. There Come is. On. I like that. Oh, I like that. Oh, yes. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. So let me ask you this. Was it harder or easier to write this book as opposed to your other, to your other ones? You know, honestly, I feel like this one was a little harder because there were experiences that God was bringing up to me that I didn't even realize I had was still carrying. Um, mm -hmm. And like one part of the book, I talk about the words of my grandmother and not realizing that 
the things that she used to say to me as a child, how they still impacted me in my mm -hmm. adulthood. Mm -hmm. So there were different areas that God began to reveal that I was like, oh, wait, I didn't know that. I was still God. <laughs> so it was a lot of revelation that came with this book. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So how were you able to write it a little quicker or is it something that you had to ruminate on as you wrote it? Did it process take any longer than when you wrote your other ones? You know, the process didn't really take as long as I have written before. I, I pretty am good at writing a manuscript within 45 days. If I sit down and get it done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and so honestly, most of the book got written during the Christmas holiday. Mm -hmm. um, I was home. I decided not to travel that year. You know, when you have elderly grandparents and then COVID was still at its height, it was like, ah, I'm going to be home. And so I was just binge watching TV and decided, you know what, now's a good time to sit down and finish writing the book. And so that's how it got done. Like I sat down and by the end of the Christmas holiday, my manuscript was done. Wow. That's wow. awesome. That's so uh, let me ask this. Is this your last book? <laughs> so listen, I call it the grand finale for a reason. I definitely believe that God is shifting me. Okay. Um, I will not say that it's the last time I will ever write. I think that I will now write from a more business perspective because okay. that's the space that I'm in. Um, but yeah, it's the age, you know, new beginning time. <laughs> so. See, and that's awesome. Cause I think, you know, you speaking, talking about, okay, God directed you to write this one. God healed you. You know, he's moving you on to what your purpose is, you know, and what you can do for his kingdom. And sometimes that requires shifting and saying, okay, well, maybe I'm not going to focus on being a writer. Maybe I'm not going to focus on what brought me to this place. So, yeah, you know, you never know. And I mean, you, you have accomplished a lot since your first book. Yeah. So, you know, how, how, how has that changed you changed your perspective, you know, from book one to book eight, you know, healing aside? You know, I think the, the young girl in book one, um, didn't really know what she wanted to do with her life. Didn't really have a, a clear vision about what God was calling her to do. Um, I, she was still a babe in Christ. You know, she kind of knew what it meant to, to pray and because of how her grandmother raised her. Um, but the woman in book eight, she's very clear. She's very clear who she is. She knows who she is. She knows who she is. Um, and she's all sold out for her purpose. Like I tell myself every day, I wake up every day to do the King God's work and I'm going to keep doing it until the day he calls me home. And so whoever's life he wants me to touch and whichever capacity he wants me to touch it. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. Awesome. Awesome. One last question. Did you ever see yourself in the place you're at now? Absolutely not. <laughs> listen, listen, fun fact about me. I personally do not mm -hmm. like the spotlight. I would rather be behind the scenes. I would rather nobody know my name. Um, but that wasn't God's plan. So honestly, it's a daily task of embracing where he's got me. Embracing mm -hmm. the spotlight. Embracing that people know my name. Embracing where he's taken me. And I have to do it every single day because it's uncomfortable. Wow. 
Well, you wear it well, so just keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. Okay. Andrew, you got any questions? Well, not after you, no. <laughs> my question. <laughs> we fight over this every week, y'all. Don't get disturbed. She said what I wanted to say. She said it. She, she said I just want to say. say. <laughs> uh, let me just say a welcome and shout out to Robin. Robin uh, Ellison Hamilton, glad to have you on the line. I think this may be one of the first times that you've been on with Authors Up, so we're happy to have you with us tonight and to meet this great author that we have, uh, Leah Forney. Leah, I wanted to know, did you envision when you did your first book, mm -hmm. it, because it seems there seems to be a progression in, in the way that you told the story of you, and mm -hmm. I'll put it that way in the story of you. Um, did you see it going that way? Did you say, okay, this is what I want to deliver. I, I, I want the people to know this. I want them to know that this is how they can go through whatever. And I'm going to do it as I'm going to tell this part of the story here and this part of the story here and this part of the story here. Or was it just that you did the book and you finished the book and, and then you said, you know what, I think I ought to write this. <laughs> how, did, how did that go for you? Because you're so clear Mm -hmm. uh, right now about this journey, you know, that, that you have shared all yeah. of the things that you have been through. And now that you have gotten to this place, and it's interesting that you said what you said, because there was someone that I knew that said, I want to write this book and I have a lot to share, a lot to say. And I said, that's wonderful, but I don't think God's going to allow you to do it until you get to a place of healing. Mm -hmm. You're at a place where of triumph and a place of victory. Then I think he's going to let you tell your story, but I don't think he's going to let you tell it before that. So tell us, although we're focusing on this eighth book, mm -hmm. tell us how those first seven were crafted to get mm -hmm. to the eighth. And I know God told you, I know you heard from him, and I know all of that, but you know where I'm going. Let's yeah. listen. Well, that curtain and, and how, how did all of that work? So I will say after I wrote the first one, Unapologetically Me, me and Ruth worked on that book. Um, I was done, y'all. Like, I was like, all right, cool. I, I think writing a book for me at first was like a bucket list thing. It was like, ah, that, got that done. Going <laughs> to the next thing. But one thing that I have learned in my relationship with God is that when he's called you to something, it's never a one and done. There's always something else he wants you to do. There's always a further step he wants you to take. And so as I continue to just kind of work on me and grow, um, he would begin to reveal things. Mm -hmm. And that's how all the other books came. He began to reveal um, titles. So I always tell people when God gives me a book, one of two ways he's going he's gonna to reveal it. He's either going to give me a title with no chapters or he's going to give me a title and the chapters. And usually if he gives me the title and the chapters, I'm like, all right, is that the one? That's the book. That's the, okay, cool. <laughs> Once I've confirmed, like, yeah, that's the book. Um, I spent a lot of time just kind of in prayer talking. Okay, so where are we going with this book? What is the direction of this book? Um, I think he created it as a building block because I, I think God, the purpose behind all my books is for people to see 
one, that there's life after anything that you go through, but mm -hmm. then also that if you trust God in your own process, that you can make it on the other side. Um, and I'll say, I used to tell people that pain had purpose. And one thing that God shared with me as I, on my writing journey was that you are purpose. You are created with the purpose. You are here on mm -hmm. purpose. And so your pain doesn't really have purpose. It has power. But it's up to you to tap into the power. And so with each one of my books, that's exactly what I'm showing people is how to turn your pain into power. Um, we know that the Bible tells us that we overcome by the words of our testimony. And so one thing that God revealed to me when I was writing Born to be Unpound is how the enemy tries to trap us by giving us fear to share what it is that we've been through. Right. And so the way that I have been able to kind of combat the devil is that I share it. Anybody that's mm -hmm. read any of my books mm -hmm. is very transparent, very real, raw, and rugged. And I do that because God has shown me that's how you snatch back the keys from the devil. That's how you take control back, right? Mm -hmm. Is that by you telling right. it. And so each of my books, I believe he did it that way because he wanted people to see that there are different glimpses of my life, but he also wanted them to see the process because each book, there is a process as to how I got here to book number eight. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I tell you what, these are good nuggets. Pain into power from the, the couch and the cross and your <laughs> prayer and drop the mic. I'm okay. Victoria, <laughs> you got it. Well, Leah and I have had this conversation before, and she keeps saying this was her last book, but I think I gave you a title tonight, The Cross and the Couch. I, I heard it. I heard it. <laughs> Did anybody else hear that? You heard it here first. You heard it right. The Cross and the Couch. And, and, and we joke, but it's very serious. Yeah. yeah. And somebody needs to tell people that um, you can have mental health therapy. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. still love Jesus and yeah. still live a productive life with therapy. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. And, and if anybody could tell it, tell it. You can, sis. You can. You know, and I, I have, have to tell everybody. Um, I've had a front row seat to some of the mm -hmm. things that you have gone through. And I am so stinking proud of you. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know what to do. We have been through some things over the years. And to watch how you have taken you know everybody knows i love a victory story i love that victory story you have a victory story you yeah. didn't say stay stuck in feeling um oh oh woe is me this is all there is for me even though you didn't know how you want to get through it especially when um joseph passed mm -hmm. you didn't know how you want to get through the other side you didn't see that other side but you kept getting up you kept showing up and and you did the darn thing and you're still doing it so i want you to tell um our listeners how you changed your directions a little bit and transitioning mm -hmm. you know from not just writing tell them what you are doing now and i think that's a good thing yeah what what am i doing jeez <laughs> what are you not doing what are you not doing yeah now? maybe we start there therapy can lead to a productive life amen yes. amen yeah you know god is amazing um i will tell you the, the clarity and the vision and direction really came back in march and victoria was a part of it um god had instructed me to do a 21 day fast with 21 women 
um, about our businesses. And at least that's what I thought it was. Um, but really in that 21 <laughs> days, he began to really help me get clear on me and but not clear about just where he was taking me, but about who Leah Michelle Gordy was. You know, and he began to show me parts of me that again were still wounded, still things that I had to to work on and and deal with. And so I will say the more that I continue to get clear and I get clear, I do it every single day. I tap in with myself and, and just kind of see where God has taken me. The more that he's been able to show me the other parts of me, because one thing that I did do was I got comfortable being an author mm-hmm. and it took several people to say, there's more to you than just the author. Like, stop, stop being so comfortable there. Stop being so comfortable there. And so by the time I've heard it five times, I'm like, all right, God, well, who played? Let's talk about it. <laughs> I keep hearing there's more to me being an author. And at the time, you know, I had already had the podcast. Um, and even that, never in my wildest dreams thought that I would have an internationally streamed podcast. Like, never in my wildest dreams did I think that people would tune in every Thursday to hear an episode. Um, but that was even him because I remember mm-hmm. going to sleep and him revealing the vision of the podcast. And so, from there, little by little, he began to show me like he was calling me to women. He was calling me to women that were just like me, who had a desire to live this life that he has called them, who had a desire to be, you know, more visible, to make the impact they truly want to do, to tell the stories they truly want to tell. And so, from the podcast came the filmmaker, just produced my very first documentary in June. That's uh, prayerfully what we have released out this year. All right. Um, and then I still, I do sexual assault advocacy. The thing is, I was always an advocate behind sexual assault mm-hmm. because I had been a survivor. Um, what really sparked it though was June of last year, getting the phone call that they had finally tested my rape kit eight years after my assault. And so in that moment, I really said, okay, God, if I have to relive this part of my life, how do I do it where it's bigger than me? Right. And so I had already had friends who were advocates who had re- I had reached out to and they were like, listen, you need to partner with these organizations. And so that's what I did. And that's how I got into training law enforcement and training the attorney generals. And that same organization just hired me full time this year. <laughs> Yeah, all right. And, and so I get to continue to sit at the table with legislation and really share from a survivor's perspective what's really happening for us. And then from there became the member of Maryland Women of Color Network, where we're serious about helping to stop sexual violence, especially in undeserved populations. Like we don't just focus on women of color, but all transgender, all the populations that it's happening to. So I'm I'm just grateful that I did not allow my pain to keep me stuck. And I think that's what happens when many of us, we get stuck in where we're at. And God is like, I promised you in Jeremiah 29 and 11, that is my go-to scripture where he reminds me daily, I know the plans I have for you. I stand on that scripture. So even in the moments where I want to give up, where I want to be like, I can't do it. God is like, but I told you in Jeremiah 29 and 11, I got the plans. Just trust me. So it's been a faith walk. It's been a trusting him, even in moments where I ain't trace him. But one thing that I will say is that I know his resume. He's never (laughs) failed me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It speaks for itself. 
And so I just lean on his resume and I, I remind him, God, you said, and, and then I watch him do what he said, because he will do exactly what he said he's going to do. So I, I want to also, you know, we haven't talked as much about the book as I wanted to, as we wanted to, but um, I love looking at all the uh, titles uh, of the different chapters. One mm-hmm. really stuck out to me and I want you, you know, in these few minutes we have to speak about it. Now I want to say, first of all, y'all get the book, get the book, get <laughs> the book, get the book. It's born to be unbound. Some of the chapters um, identifying the baggage that's holding you back. Um, Chapter seven, change your perspective. Chapter mm-hmm. nine, freedom is your birthright. Mm-hmm. Those, that's powerful. That's powerful. Mm-hmm. And chapter 11, your time is now. Yeah. But I want you to speak to, to somebody. If they ask you uh, about no, chapter 12, mm-hmm. God granted you permission to mm-hmm. Yeah. What would you tell our listeners um, that that chapter is about? God granted you permission to go. Yeah. You know what? The backstory behind that is, so I spoke at a conference back in 2020 and our mantra at the conference was green light means go. And so anytime we said green light, that was our way of giving our sister, our neighbor, the permission to go. Whatever it is that God has given you, whatever he has placed on the inside of you, he has already granted you the permission. You know, one of the things that we always do is we say, Oh, I'm waiting on God and God is, God is, he, and I'm guilty of it. Cause I used to say it all the time, God, I'm waiting on you. And he like, no, I'm waiting on you. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, take the step. I need you to write the book. I need you to, you know? Yeah. And so we spend a lot of time saying that we're waiting on him. And, and when I was writing that book, God brought me back to that moment in that conference where he's like, I get granted you the permission go. You don't have to, you know, wait on me anymore. Like I, it, just like he told Abraham, go and I'll show you the place. <laughs> like, I just need you to take the first step. So what I would say is that whatever God is telling you to do in this season, in this hour, in this time, he's granted you the permission. You literally have everything you need to get it done. Amen. All you got to do is take the first step and not worry about what's to come. Because what I have learned is he's not the God of many details. He's going to be like, go, jump, turn mm-hmm. left. And that's as far as we're going to go, you know? And we as human beings, we want details. And so trusting him is really surrendering to the details. All right, God, I don't know how this going to pan out, but <laughs> I'm going to take this first step. <laughs> and watch what he does once you take that first step. You'd be amazed. And so that's what that chapter is about is really getting my readers to understand that whatever it is that you believe that God has placed on the inside of you to do, this is the time to do it. This is your season. This is your hour. You do not have to wait for nobody else. You don't need no validation from nobody else. God didn't already said do it. So now you just got to walk in it. Amen. Amen. Can you tell our fantastic listeners and watchers how they can find the book that say again, the title, and um, how they could find the book and how they can get in touch with you. Yeah. So I think, I think Alan had your links to uh, Leah. So Alan, if you can, can put those up for us as Leah gives them to us, then that would be great. And that would be helpful if you can do that. Yeah. So Born to be Unbound is everywhere where books are sold. It's on Amazon. It's on Barnes and Noble. It is in paperback, hardcover, hard copy and ebook. So you can grab it in all three. Um, audiobook coming soon. I'm working. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. 
who like to listen to it on audio. Um, but then you could just find me. I'm on all the social media platforms as Leah M. Forney. You cannot miss it. Um, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Clubhouse, LinkedIn, all of the platforms. So you can't That's miss right, it. Because you have what? Digital credits. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. If you Google Leah, you will oh, find her. She's Googleicious. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> that I am. <laughs> I am just so proud of you. And um, y'all got to go get the book. I wrote the foreword. Shameless plug. Shameless yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's just uh, it's just amazing. And I, like I said, I love this victory stories. And yours is definitely one of victory. And I'm telling you, I'm going to be like you when I grow up, child. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, Leah, I, I tell you, you have you have given us a lot in a little bit of time. You have given us a lot to think about. Thank you. You have given us a lot about you and, and what what you're doing. And I love the fact that when you're talking about pain and purpose and all of that, it would be a wonderful thing if when we decide to be transparent that we truly are transparent with the intentionality to help somebody else. Yes. And and you have you haven't just said, oh, I got a podcast and I'm so happy I got an international podcast. This is one of the things. Yes. You have now branched out and you said, you know what, I'm gonna show everybody else how to do what I do. Yes. So they can be successful in right. what you're doing. And I think that is commendable. We don't do that enough. Like we are not transparent enough. We don't always embrace one enough, another enough uh, to help lift this mm -hmm. this other person, whoever it is. You know, there there we can talk about it. We talk a good game about it, but mm -hmm. when it comes down to acting on it, not so much all the time. And I think that is very commendable, very commendable. We love you. You know that. Yes, ma'am. It's <laughs> on Authors Up whenever the next book does or does not come out. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we're always... We are always cheering you on. Uh, Trilyn says she's she's proud of you too, Libya. <laughs> my favorite. I love her. I see what Marsha Marcella said that she has she lives in um, Maryland. And she says, "Oh yeah, nice so I'll be looking for you." Awesome, <laughs> awesome, awesome. Uh, Francina said, "Many nuggets to take away." Uh, surrender to the details. We are glad. We are glad. We're very glad that, that folks are walking away with some good stuff tonight. Yeah. We thank Canada for being in the house. Yeah, thank you. Thank right. you so much. Glad yeah. to have you with us tonight. And Love Demonstration Church out of Jamaica. Glad to have you in the house thank as you. well tonight. Very good. Very good. Look, I, I this is this has just been wonderful for us because we have a personal relationship with Leah, and we don't always have that with a lot of our authors and guests who come on the program. So to see your growth, to watch your growth and to see the kinds of things that you are doing now. If we had a crown, we would put it on your head. 
Yes, Victoria would release her crown. Tonight. I would give it to you. You are the queen tonight, baby. Yeah, I was gonna say for tonight. Yes, you are the queen. Yeah, she probably wouldn't let you keep it. No, but... let you borrow it. That's a start. So that's. I'm not that selfish. Is... I'm not that selfish. That is that is it for us for tonight, um, guys. Keep in mind the event on October the fifteenth. Be yes. sure to get out there and register, register yes. for the event so that we can uh, get you in the number and we'll be able to to uh, get our cutoff. I think our cutoff is the first of. October, but you don't want to wait until then because like we said, the venue is not a large one. When we said an intimate afternoon, that's what we meant. So we got a small place for some special people. God knows who you are and you're going to be in the house. If you want to be in the house, you're going to be in the house. So, so we are very happy about that. I think that is all for us for tonight. Thank you all for joining. Thank you for being with us. Uh, we say every week, um, we'd like to tell you what's going to happen next week, but we don't really know. So you're going to have to just show up like we show up and uh, see what guests we got on, see what goodness we've got for you. Uh, Leah, if you would just hang out for a little bit once we close, that would be a great thing. And everybody, I tell you what, uh, this is always a joy. We are glad that you have put us on your radar on Sunday evenings at 7 p.m. And we're going to be back here next week. Yes, we are. Uh, yes, we are with a show for you that you're going to love. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. So be back with us. Sunday night at 7 p.m. for another edition of Authors Up. Yes. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night, night. night Bronze Girl. <laughs>